This show is brought to you by adamandeve.com. If you go to adamandeve.com right now and enter glory, the code word glory, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout, you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. Hi, Tom and Cecil. We know how much you love hearing about the sex toys that your listeners purchase with the Adam and Eve promo code. So I just wanted to tell you that my partner and I just bought a pussy pump. Glory hole, motherfucker. Bye. What's up, Tom and Cecil? Well, it seems like Kim Jong's uh, missiles are getting closer and closer, and now uh, President Baby Hands is backed out of the climate pact. So, well, at least things are going to end quicker. Just for any chance, do you guys know where I can maybe score some meth? I figured I'd maybe speed the process up. Like, I want some, like, blue sky breaking bad type shit. Like, the strongest thing I've ever done is weed, but I figured at least maybe I could help the process go quicker. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Thank you for having come. It's Vin from the UK. I was listening to that delightful theater of Shoeback, talking about how the people who were murdered in Manchester deserved it. Uh, and I like to do a little glamogram. Uh, so I worked out that Theodore Shoeback is an anagram of complete and utter cunt. Glory hole. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 362. Of cognitive distance, but Cecil, I gotta tell you, man, I'm not 100% ready to start this episode. Why is that? Well, I have not had the requisite amount of kavifafe mm. today. You gotta I'm have not, your daily your daily requirement of kavifafe. I have, you know, kavifafe. Am despite, I pronouncing it right? I think it's Belgian. I, you know, I, it's not. It's not real clear. Okay, it's not real clear. Yeah, but the president and a handful of people have had. The amount of kavifafe. That <laughs> is true. And you know, I was thinking about kavifafe earlier today, and I thought, how wonderful would some kavifafe and toffafe be together? I know, right? You know? Yeah. It just, I feel like it's like a match. It's mm-hmm. just like a, it's a, it's a match made in heaven. Delicious. Speaking you know? of matches made in, well, mm-hmm. I don't know about a that. A match. It's a match. It's a match. It's a match, buddy. Because <laughs> we are joined. It's like, it's like the, what was that dating game? Like the matchy, matchy dating game. Do you know what I'm talking Tinder? about? No, no, that's like the rapey, rapey dating game. It's like, well, it's this, is, this is like a match on Grinder. So <laughs> let's welcome, let's welcome our guests. All right. So we are joined by Jen and Aaron from the Waiting for Wrath podcast. Welcome. Welcome to us. I'm the, I'm the Grinder side of things. So how about no, you, Aaron? I, 
guess that means I have to take the tender. <laughs> Bend over and take it. <laughs> you better swipe fucking right. <laughs> hey, I'm not picky, man. We live in Wyoming. There aren't there aren't enough people here to be picky. Uh, that's you know, true. Right? That's true. Yeah. Jesus although, Christ, I forgot that they were yeah, in Wyoming. Although, like, like, isn't there like a popular city named after a porn star there? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. After the yeah. Star. I like that. <laughs> that's the other way around. No, that's how it is. They, right? they didn't have a name for it before. It was just called this place. Uh, and then Define yeah. popular city. Yeah, I guess that's true. Popular. Doesn't a city have to have a populace in order for it to be popular? That's fair. How big We've is Cheyenne? We've got mountains named after tits. So, like, I mean... Uh, 50,004, according something to the Something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's oh a, my gosh, that's uh, cute. That's really <laughs> like on Tinder in Wyoming. Is it just is it all bighorn sheep or just mostly bighorn sheep? Um, you, well, I mean, we have an Uber <laughs> now. We did. We got our first Uber. Um, but I haven't seen a bighorn sheep in like days. Yeah, we uh, we got our Uber. We got the yeah. Ubers now. Not oh, driven nice. by sheep. Oh, it's that yeah. one guy. Nice. He's got to be busy. Well, yeah, you know, the horse can only pull so many people a day. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, and we spend 90% of our time drinking, so. <laughs> Just some old Amish guy. Right. Like, Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to town. I'm going to church and town. Those are the options. Right? Oh, there's 75 <laughs> there's bars. They already know where you're going. Church. Like, there's only one place to go. Fine. <laughs> Take you to the general store. Well, you know, there's downtown in a field. It's, it's easy yeah. that way. <laughs> So we ran into the Waiting for Wrath podcast at ReasonCon. I want to tell I want to tell a story of running into the Waiting for Wrath podcast. <laughs> so I am hanging out by the by the bar that closed at like nine oh five or something. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, speaking of Amish things, the Amish bar they closed. Like, oh, <laughs> it's getting a little dark out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm hanging out there. And, and, and some very hairy guy comes walking up to me out of nowhere. And I genuinely like, like, I don't remember what he said. He said something sexual at a certain point. And I said, sure, you can grab my dick or something. And he walked away. And then that was the end of the sentence. Yeah. And all his, friends, date ever. all his friends yeah. usher him away as fast as possible. <laughs> the next day I was approached by four different <laughs> waiting for wrath members <laughs> And they all apologized individually for this guy. They're like, we're sorry. He's our Yeti. We don't ever take him out, you know? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. No, it's no big deal. I genuinely don't even remember what happened. Do you have to get tags for your Yeti or like a lead? Like, how does that work? Like, well, it- I, I begged for not a restraining order. I do remember that part. Um, oh, he's got a leash now. It's, yes. uh, <laughs> Did you guys reserve enough internet from Wyoming state internet or however that works out there? Like... We would like to use the internet for today, Wyoming. Man, they got to fly it in on a pigeon. You have no idea. What is this internet of which you speak? (laughs) You would not believe the number of pigeons it takes to get my voice to Chicago. Is that what I used to not get pregnant? (laughs) Them inner tubes? The the internets? That's when we tie off the the bandwidths on them inner tubes. Well, they're made out of sheepskin, right? That's right. Okay, just checking. So the second day... So yep. there I am the second day. They come up and they all like come up and apologize to me. They're like, in like a pile or no, a row? No, they one at a time. They're like, can I kiss your ring? And I was like, sure, no problem. And then, <laughs> and, then and then I got to put a ring on my later desk. on I'm in the saying. day, later on in the day, I'm leaving. This was after the big party, right? Mm-hmm. After everybody's, you know, everybody's already drinking. I didn't drink that night, but I'm walking out. Jen comes walking up to me and she's like, hey, hi, how you doing? <laughs> and I was you like, know, I was going to call uh, bullshit earlier, but I'm now fine. I'm really calling bullshit. I'm like, how are you? And she's like, 
she looks at me and she's kind of doing that. You know, like when somebody is like really drunk and they're kind of like sort of like leaning wheat, like they're just oh, listing. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just sort of like We're, listing but in back their mind, and forth. They're straight, they're straight they're up, up and down. down right? But I am leaning back and forth and she looks at me and she goes, who, who am I? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. She wants me to call her mommy. I don't know. I don't know that I, I want to do this. And I go, Check her ID I first. Go, I go, you're Jen from Wayne Earth. And she goes, good. And I was like, okay, I didn't realize that was the first question. It that was, was the first question in the test. That I didn't realize. Test. Well, I'm the weirdest well, person tests, ever. You get a yeah. wish at the end. <laughs> and then I walk outside and everybody kind of, again, like, like the Yeti, they sort of usher her away from me. <laughs> well, it's a good thing yeah. it wasn't like a five-day podcast. I would've, everybody would have taken a turn. And then I was, but the thing, I, the thing that really sucks is the next day I didn't get all the apologies. Mm. I still wanted all the apologies because oh. that was a lot of fun. So. Man. Well, we're super sorry that one of our hosts tried to make out with you but <laughs> and it wasn't this one i guess i was just too busy trying to stay upright mm. yeah. uh, well, nine or ten rum and cokes later i forget if it makes you feel any better actually it should make you feel uh worse uh cecil because he tried to mouth kiss about seven other uh men at the conference and so i was doing a lot of apologizing the next day yeah. <laughs> so you just follow him around with like mouth spray, like no, 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 like a, just a squirt bottle, like a like an errant cat. Yes. The best thing about uh, that is that you think you're joking. Um. Well, he is legally blind. He is legally blind, so he has a blind cane, which I have to take away from him sometimes and whack him with it. Right, and then I'm arrested for assaulting someone with a handicap, and it just goes to shit from there. Nothing gets you to a bar uh, faster than being able to wrap people on the shins with a blind cane, right. though. That is a handy talent. Like, I have found you by echolocation. Whack. Uh. <laughs> so we wanted to talk to you guys about this story from the mirror.co.uk. Um, ISIS reveals... And that's ISIS reveal. I, I, would, I would have read that wrong. I would have pluralized it. ISIS reveals six reasons why they despise Westerners as terrorist sister claims he wanted revenge for U.S. airstrikes in Syria. Mm. This article, uh, which is published by ISIS, I guess, and um, is in titled... ISIS Monthly or I something. I know, like <laughs> terrorist, like <laughs> Jihadist Times or fucking <laughs> right. whatever it is. Like, Jihadist Digest, the monthly, right? you know, splody mag. Splody Quarterly. <laughs> yeah, the last page says this This episode will explode in five, <laughs> four, You'll Find three. out what seven things in your kitchen can make a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Have you hit your woman in just the right manner? (laughs) (laughs) When is it time for a backhand? Find out now. Hit her like she wants it. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much, you just turn the page, it's like anytime. Anytime is good for a backhand. Anytime. You should be hitting her with this magazine. <laughs> Instructions how to roll it up and hit her on the nose with it. It's made with extra thick pages. It's like, no, bad fifth yeah. wife, bad fifth wife. <laughs> no, I'm fourth wife. Ah, whatever. That doesn't matter. How to know anymore. when her eyes are sassing you. <laughs> Don't look at me in that tone of voice. Outrageous. It's ridiculous. Uh, how dare you? The article was titled. Um, and I love I love the title because and I do actually like this title because it is insanely unequivocal, right? Like <laughs> I do appreciate, you know, I don't want to say like like radical honesty is just an excuse to be an asshole, but like this is honesty uh, taken to a level that that I, at this point I just have to admire. The article is titled "Why We Hate You and Want to Fight You." <laughs> it's, like yeah. a, 
a third grader wrote it. It's, it's, it's like a Trumpian a, level of honesty. Really. It really is. Man. Uh, huh. I wonder why they hate us. They want to fight us. Oh, I'll read this article. Why we hate you. It's so it's the kind of honesty you get from a four-year-old pushing you on the playground. Yeah. Like, exactly. About? Well, first there was the lunch thing. Yeah. The reason why they hate us because we checked no in the box, right? Yeah. That's why. But yeah, there's there's not a lot of vague here in this. You don't have to like read into it. Well, so. it, it, and I like this because you know it like it it really kind of puts to bed some of that nonsense. Like, well, it's really for complex geopolitical reasons. <laughs> <laughs> right, Man, right. The fuck right. it is. Oh, yeah. Cecil, no. can you put this on the big board? My computer's not working. For sure. Also, it's not a computer. It's not. It's, it's an, an iPad. We don't let you have a computer. So I thought I thought we could go through the six reasons, not in any great. I like depth that it's six reasons. They could have like they made a movie. Ten things I hate about you. They can't even come up with ten. <laughs> right? These people like, are underachievers. Thir- Thirteen reasons why. Yeah, exactly. If you can only find yes. six reasons to hate me, you are not paying attention. That's just lazy journalism. Look, I find six reasons to hate Westerners just right this second. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna find Today. out. We're gonna find out that these the six reasons aren't actually six reasons, like two reasons. Right. Well, right. Yeah. It. I've never been hated for only six reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I admi- like, I'm just like, I actually feel fucking validated by this article. I, I walked away. I felt warm. I felt fuzzy. I like this. I felt um, underachieving. Your life goals right? under a hundred. Well, they were actually going to write a top 10 list, but they blew up after yeah. six. They just, <laughs> the timer was the off. wrong button. Like, they were counting down the wrong thing. They're just, they're like, <laughs> and the number one yeah, reason we hate you is... <laughs> <laughs> seventh time we've tried that <laughs> somebody get the new uh, new counter this is not working i don't know why they're indian but there you go you ever get like you know like fidgety like while you're writing or whatever and you're trying to think and you've got a pen you're just like click 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 yeah. i just like you got the you got your your bomb vest i like hmm. <laughs> what do i do what click the fuck shit boom <laughs> Either like, that or there's some prankster in the corner just keeps texting the person. Right? <laughs> you killed 17 of your comrades without even yeah. knowing it. Like, that's not a bick. <laughs> that's not a bick. Is <laughs> <laughs> you just like, fucking text, stop. No, stop. Fuck. Oh, it's STL. There we go. I just, uh, your, your, your mobile rates will apply. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they're we're really, now too. So. I know, right? Yeah. We're so proud of little Johnny for blowing himself up. We even paid the long distance fees. Yeah, that's that's how much we hate you. <laughs> paid for Verizon and Iraq. Our virgins waiting uh, for them in the cloud. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the O cloud, maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, the cloud thing is. I mean, like the the afterlife cloud thing is fair when you turn to mist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> It takes a lot 70 years to put you back together for your versions. It's just like, you know, start with the borders. Start yeah. with the borders and you yes. work your way in. Your virgins are like 80 years old at that point. <laughs> We've all made each other not virgins. <laughs> you know, they're, they're all lesbians like, shit, now I have to bomb heaven. <laughs> Where do I go after that? <laughs> Mega heaven. Their eyes are sassing me. I can tell. I read the magazine. All right. So that's a callback. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's go through these. The first one is because you are disbelievers. And he says, we hate you first and yep. foremost because you're disbelievers. You reject the oneness of Allah. 
whether you realize it or not. I like that part. Yeah, like, it's like, it's like, well, I thought yeah. I was not doing yeah. that. Yeah, no, you are. Ignorance is no excuse, man. Right? Um, really? I realized it. The last time Ola tried to be one with me with a little pinky yeah. trick, I shut that shit down. <laughs> Uh, he says, by making partners for him in worship, you blaspheme against him, claiming that he has a son. You fabricate lies against his prophets and messengers, and you indulge in all manner of devilish practices. I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> what By making partners for him in worship, hmm. who's doing that? I think it's... I think it's talking about Jesus but and the Holy I, no Ghost. No Christian that I know I think th thinks of Allah. Well, he's I, Allah and Jehovah God, I think, have been interchangeable. Um, and where the religions kind of came from. So I think that's what they're saying is they're, they're saying you've taken Allah, turned it into Jehovah God, who's got a partner and a son. Oh, Jehovah you, God. You filthy, filthy heathen. <laughs> yeah. I love a good Jehovah I God. I like that he's... Jehovah Allah. He's starting this in like an essay form. Like, we hate you first. And then he's yeah. going to go into right. like Here's the my body. Yeah. statement. I will seek to prove the following right. hatred. Right. <laughs> that is a well-sourced thesis right there. I hate you because. I appreciate the work you put into this. You see, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, he got this published in a journal recently. It's a, it's a whole thing. It only yeah. cost him seventy virgins. It, uh... Were the pages like it all shiny? Yeah. All no, but the they were sticky yeah. when he was done. Oh, from beating his wife with it. <laughs> That's right. Well, I don't think any of us are going to argue with this. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I'm like, I, mean, I, all right. I indulge in devilish eggs on occasion, not mm. practices, but well, you know, I, they got those are spicy. Right. Yeah. All manner of devilish practices. I I feel like they should be a little more specific, so yeah, I can create right. a checklist. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. You know, yeah. That's just... So I could check it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like a day is complete until I fabricated some lies uh, against right. holiness. I don't know. How do I? It's like trying to stitch somebody's skin back on you, and you're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I gotta check that box. Yeah. I forgot. Mm, all right. Does it count if it doesn't fit? I yeah. don't know. Like I got. You I need, fuck me. I <laughs> use three of these women. Jesus. Would you explode me? I'd explode me. <laughs> it puts a law on its skin and then it lets the blaspheme begin. Yeah. It, but the suicide bomber girls, you got to put them back together like a quilt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one or two important parts. Well, Don't worry. You can yeah, beat right. the stuffing out of them again later. It's fine. <laughs> it's like a patchwork. <laughs> It's like a raggedy bear. Because you are liberal, <laughs> we hate you because you're sacrum. Se sacrum? That's not a thing. That's cavifay. That kid is cavifay. We hate you because of cavifay. <laughs> <laughs> we hate you because your secular liberal societies permit the very things that Allah has prohibited while banning many of the things he has permitted. Mm -hmm. I read that and I thought, what the fuck? Are mm -hmm. you are, like a secular society? Yeah. What What is it that we are prohibiting that he has permitted? That actually I, doesn't make any sense. To I me. don't get the next part where he's where he says Christian disbelief and paganism 32. Like, what is that? A new paganism? It's like, it's like when you're a 33rd level Mason, like you're a 32nd level pagan. pagan? Yeah. My, my pagan casting is over 9,000. You guys. I really think he's upset at Baskin and Robin and what it has done to our country. You're like, Tacey, you're like, drew it again. Uh, I mean, yeah. we had drew it. Dutch only has one flavor, and yeah. it's sadness. There's 32 <laughs> flavors of, of paganism right now, and I prefer Rocky Road. That's what she said? Mm. <laughs> 33rd flavor is nail bomb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really taste the iron? <laughs> <laughs> it's fortified. Is this ice cream halal? 
<laughs> Number three is because some of you are atheists. In the case of the atheist fringe, we hate you and wage war against you because you disbelieve in the existence Wait, of your Lord. That's redundant. Isn't that the same? Like, number one, just use subheadings. This is right. like this is like the Ten Commandments and they're like, yeah, you can't like God and you can't like other gods and you can't do graven images and you can't really do... And you're like, fucking just use a subheading. That's like four commandments we could have saved. Seriously, this is sloppy writing. Like, you could you could lump all this into because you're not Muslim. Yeah. Right. right? The first one. Well, right. I think they're... I think he's just saying that I mean, not only are we disbelievers, we're fringe. Yeah. I don't want to be called fringe. Do you want to be called fringe? Fuck yes. that. Yeah, I want to be called fringe. I'm good <laughs> okay, with that. Okay, yeah, I, I am called fringe. Of course yeah. I am. But that's what he's saying. Mm. So oh, we are the, yeah, we're the subheading of worseness under disbelievers. I like that it's because mm. you're atheist. Like the numbers, like it's some closet case or corner case shit. Like numerically, it's like, yeah, because some of you are atheists. Yeah, well, not a whole lot of us. Like, yeah. well, that seems like. You're bombing a lot of people that you're not mad at if that was like, just lump us all into the same thing. You know, just lump right. right. Now, it would be easier and it would save space in his essay. Absolutely. Yeah. And and most of us can't even agree upon, upon the conceptual penis anyway. Jeez. Right. So, like, I mean, Jesus, you know? Oh, that's my favorite subject right now. I love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four is for your crimes against Islam. We hate you for your crimes against Islam and wage mm-hmm. war against you to punish you for your transgressions against our religion. See number one. This guy right. is either being paid by the word yeah. or he was told, you will come up with six reasons. You will have six by two o'clock. Okay, fuck. Because number five is for your crime against Muslims. Oh. We just had crimes against Islam a minute ago. It's, uh, like, and so we hate you for your crimes against the Muslims. Your drones and fighter jets bomb, kill, and maim our people around the world. And your puppets in the usurped lands of the Muslims oppress, torture, and wage war against anyone who calls to the truth. Mm. He was asked for four pages, and he had this at like 14-point font. And <laughs> yeah. right. like double space. Right. And, and, yep. it. Right. He's like spacing it like 2.25, so it's a little less noticeable. Right. Yep. This strikes me as like the rookie cop trying to get you for as many things as he can, like Public intoxication, nudity, evading arrest. Like, man, I was just trying to penguin away from the dumpster I was pissing on. <laughs> what? <laughs> this doesn't need to turn into a big old federal thing. Aaron's a hell of a this, time on Saturday night. This yeah. sounds like bitter experience, my friend. <laughs> I'm, just hey, look, I'm just saying, there's only one dumpster and we have to take turns. So you got to make it. <laughs> it's quality time. Quality over quantity, gentlemen. Yeah. So what's the difference in Islam crimes and Muslim crimes? Well, one, yeah, of the, I, hmm. Hmm. one of them yeah, is ideological hmm. and the other one is punchy. <laughs> well, he's saying, you know, your drones and your fighter jets bomb and kill and maim our people. Yeah, I'm kind of against it too, bro. Yeah, like, uh, what, right, we're, right? We're, we're he, on the same page here. Like, I don't think that, but I'm not physically bombing anyone. Yeah, remember when you had <laughs> right? that drone full of bombs? That yeah. you didn't, no, you didn't have that, yeah. did you? No. Well, I've never seen the solution to fewer drones and bombs making more bombs. Like, that's just... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's where the confusion comes from. They're like, look, you came over here, you did the one thing, we tried to retaliate, and 57 chemical labs later. Yeah, I have to say, with, with number five, like, I mean, I don't disagree with what he's saying. I mean, I disagree with the premise, but number five, for sure. Yeah. 
Well, that's, they've we, got the best lands we and puppets. Suck. Yeah, I, you kind of want to tell them like, no one wants your land. Your land is garbage. <laughs> like, no one wants <laughs> no one wants your shitty garbage territory. Like, nobody's that. No, <laughs> nobody's like, oh yeah, you know what would be awesome is some fucking uninhabited wasteland of desert for fucking mile after endless garbage mile. <laughs> nobody wants it. Will you quit talking about Wyoming? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know it's tough out there. You know, it's tough. And then finally, hmm. um, for invading I think our that's lands. Too. So it's kind of the same thing as number five. Like, what does invading mean if it's not like being all up on? It's like number five, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you're all up on shooting and killing us. Yeah. And then you came to us. <laughs> yeah, we had to do that to shoot and kill you. Like, we can't. I don't know. It's like those things like, are part worry, and parcel, those satellites put in space. You'll you'll be able to strike number six and still revel in five. It'll be great. The greatest satellite. The greatest bullet point. <laughs> It says, we hate you for invading our lands and fight you to repel you and drive you out. As long as there's an inch of territory for us left to regain or reclaim, jihad will continue to be a personal obligation on every single Muslim. Man, like, I just want to say, like, you you see those fucking apologists all the time. Like, you see those guys who are like, oh, it has nothing to do with Islam. It has nothing to do with Islam. Every one of these has everything to do with Islam. Yes, mm-hmm. everything. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. everything to do with it. How do, how do you how do you take uh, maybe the invading the lands piece, yeah. right? Maybe five and six you can make a case. Sure. But one, two, and three, mm-hmm. which are specifically ordered. And then the guy says, the guy fucking specifically says, the article concludes that while foreign policy is an issue, the main reason they are hell-bent on their destruction is because they don't like the West very much. It reads, what's important to understand here is that although some might argue that your foreign policies are the extent of what drives our hatred. This particular reason for hating you is secondary. Hence the reason we addressed it at the <laughs> end of the list. I, I feel like it should have said like at Glenn, Glenn Greenwald yeah. at the end of it. <laughs> right. Mm. You know, what's crazy about this too, is it, it seems like we had to like agree to all this stuff ahead of time, right? It's like we had to sign like a prenuptial Islam agreement <laughs> ahead of time yeah. because fucking he keeps on me like, even if you don't know, too fucking bad. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, like there's a, this is, this is not the religion of tolerance, right? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, like, religion like where you're peace? just like, live and let live, mm-hmm. huh? No. Nope, don't like Islam. Time right. to die. That's not a, and, and, the, and the thing is all, like you said, like Glenn Greenwald, all these people want to kiss their ass. Like it's a, mm-hmm. like, like they're the, like, oh, don't worry. They're a religion of peace. They're not trying to hurt you. Bullshit, man. There's a big sect of these people that are fucking angry at non-Muslims. Yeah. Right. It almost seems like the author is kind of taunting with that too, hmm. uh, by going through all these reasons at first that are, you know, lunaticy, but then, but you can almost see where he's coming from. And then at the very end of like, psych, just kidding. We hate you because of this and we're going to blow you up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's, it's just the catch all rule at the end like of the you, list. You almost had me crazy ISIS guy. And then you blew me up. <laughs> we're going to be joined by Aaron and Jen at the end of the show. We're going to do a little interview with them at the end. So stick around for that. A long black cock, long black cock. Cecil, I think uh, we would be a little remiss if we didn't at least touch on uh, the whole conceptual penis hoax 
skeptic article. I did want to touch on this because the conceptual penis is so much better than the actualization of my penis. Here's what I do with my, with my girlfriend. What I, what I do is I say, conceive of a better penis. It's like visualizing, like, sure. give it like a, like a runner. Like what she's, she's looking for the platonic realm of forms, which is right. a 10 inch black cock. That, and that's why I put pictures of that all around my sure. home. That's why. Yeah. You know, so to yeah. give her the visual, you know, yeah. to give her the kind of, you know, here's I always send just my, dream a little dream. I send my <laughs> wife a different dick pic every day. <laughs> it's never mine. It's never yours. It's never mine. And I just say, this is my conceptual penis. I, I had a coworker uh, that uh, she was on Tinder or some such, and uh, she got dick pics all the time. Sure. And she had, I think, the greatest idea ever to take all the Tinder dick pics and make them into a dick coffee table book. Oh, that's awesome. I think it's I think it's fucking genius. Like, and if you're picked there, you'd be like, hey, mm, all right, well, maybe I should make uh, sure mm. it's a soft cover book. <laughs> <laughs> what it should what it should be able to do is to get like a scratch and sniff style version. Oh. No, no, but not oh. really. That'd be horrifying. But like, you're like what you do is you is that a Jew? What is that? <laughs> yeah, maybe wash that up a little. Yeah, like, did you go running first? What the fuck is going on? Really? No, it, you, you, did you swim in Lake Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> you buy it as a soft cover, and then the more you leave through it, it becomes ah, a hard cover. I like that, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like it, yeah. it stiffens up uh, with with use. Sure. Or That's, if you add a blue pill to it, <laughs> that should be how you. It should be locked, <laughs> and you put like a little blue <laughs> pill in it that opens it up. That's how you That's get to exactly that. Exactly it. It's a fucking million dollar I'll tell idea. You what? It's, that's great. I just patented it. There it is. But, uh, you know, first I want to, I want to lead off by saying a skeptic, uh, magazine published an article in case anybody doesn't yeah. know, I don't even understand. Well, some people, the thing is, is it hit the skeptic community real hard, this it thing, but it, it might not have hit the atheist community at large. True. Yeah. So, so just a quick bit of reference, uh, skeptic magazine published an article, um, outlining a hoax perpetrated by James Lindsay and Peter Bogosian, where they pulled off a quote, Sokol style hoax. Sokol is a guy who did the same thing, right? Um, of a um, an article trolling the gender studies uh, uh, academics, right? right? So it's called the conceptual penis as a social construct. That's that's the name of the yeah. That's the name of the paper. Um, and so what they sought to do, according to this is this is according to them, what they sought to do was to expose a problem within the gender studies uh, academia um, that you know was fraught with. Um, you know, a whole bunch of uh, uh, jargonistic postmodern obscurantism that, you know, ultimately means nothing. And that, you know, you could publish a, a, a bunch of gibberish. A nonsense paper. Right. And that it would it would go through just fine. That wasn't their only. It was not their it only was not goal. their only goal. Right. Their other goal was to expose the problems with pay to pay publishing. Pay to play publishing. Right. So the and, and Thomas Smith on his show, Serious Inquiries Only, he does and along with Eli. Um, he, they do two shows. Eli comes on with Thomas. They do a really great breakdown. Sure. Um, I encourage you guys to listen they to it. They had to do a second show afterwards with all the corrections, though. <laughs> so check that one out. Yeah, he, he sourced it all through yeah, Yik Yak. It's the brilliant. The Yik Yak stuff is tough. And then uh, the second show, he actually has James Lindsay, one of the one right, of the um, right. yeah. authors of this yeah, paper. I listen to both of these yep. shows. Yes. Um, and, he has, and James Lindsay defends himself. Despite I mean, how Thomas treats me, I listen to everything that Thomas does on that show. I listen to that all the time. Even though Thomas hates even me, though, I still listen yeah, to him. Even though he doesn't like you even personally. Even though he doesn't like me personally. Yeah. To be fair though, you don't like me personally and we've been best friends for 20 years. So I can't I do feel any like... better. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your wife said for a long time. I beg on that. Said for a long time too. <laughs> she did too. 
I bank on that. Like, yeah. hey, you're not, you're I not, mean, you're not, yeah, you're, you're not, not going to get a better friend. It's like you're punching above your yeah, weight exactly. class already. You know what I mean? My well, weight class is significant. <laughs> my ex wife's not punching yeah. above her weight class ever. She's I'll super tell you what. There's nothing above it. Uh, at a certain point, you're doing sumo, and that's just not it. So, anyway. I can up that fucking thing. Like, draw it. Yeah. That thing. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that, that waistbandy uh, glo- loincloth yeah, sure. thing. You know? That's what I thought you were talking about. Just... <laughs> Those don't hike up. Oh. Not at, no, not anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I did want to talk about one thing that I, that I think has been um, less touched upon. And that is the idea, just the concept alone, that it is even reasonable for somebody to somebody who's a lay person, somebody who's not a part of any field of study, um, and to just pick up one of these papers and expect to understand it. Um, you would not have this expectation of one, one of the criticisms of the quote soft sciences by people who are more proponents of the hard sciences, right? Is that um, you know the soft sciences are less rigorous, less difficult, you know? Sure. And yet we have this expectation within the soft sciences that I, as somebody who's not a gender studies PhD, that I can just pick up one of these papers and read through it, and that it will be uh, meaningful, and that I will know the terminology, and that I will not be lost by the vocabulary, and that I will be able to make heads or tails of it in a meaningful way. That's nonsense. I would know. I would not have that same expectation of picking up a physics paper, right? I would no more go to a physics journal and be like, oh, I'm not a physics major. I, I dabbled a little in college. I took a handful of physics classes. I can probably, you know, whittle my way, my through, way it. through it. No, yeah. a PhD level paper. Are you fucking high? No way. Why would I have that same expectation? This, this, this nonsensical notion that, uh, the, that gender studies or, or many of the soft sciences or soft sciences are fraught particularly with, you know, a series of jargonistic terminologies that, you know, render these uh, papers unintelligible. Is it not more likely that as a lay person unfamiliar with this level of, of yeah. academia, is it not more probable that you just don't know don't the language it, that you don't get it? You don't, you don't, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Cause it's not your fucking field of study. Yeah. Why is that not Every bit is like the most reasonable pot. Hey, I read this and I didn't understand it. It must be garbage. Or I read it and I didn't understand it because I'm not a fucking PhD in gender studies. Well, and one of the things that happened on that, on one of the, the podcasts was there was a, a whole list of, of potential papers that could be this egregious affront to academia and make gender studies look ridiculous because they are crazy named papers. They have just these insane titles that when you hear the title, you think, what a, that sounds fucking stupid. Yep. But listen to that podcast, that, that, that SIO podcast with Thomas Smith. Lindsay isn't on then. Lindsay sends this. He sends the links for reference. Yeah. Listen to Thomas just very reasonably discuss each one. Even the ones he doesn't understand. He says, who am I to say? I don't I, that uh, that this has no merit. Who right. am I? I'm not in this field. I'm not in this deep, deep academic field. And one of the things I mentioned to you when we talked about this a little bit, you know, I really feel like this is not so much a skeptics problem as it is an academics problem. the The academics that I know have a real hard time with how much they have to publish, and these pay to play journals. Are a, are a symptom of how much you are required yep. to publish to get tenure. There is 
a problem with pay-to-play publishing that I think that they should have stuck with. Right. And they shouldn't have, have tried to tack in this gender studies thing because I think that maybe they were using it as a signal boost. And that's a problem. Yeah. That's the real problem is that they're using this as a signal boost. It's something that's in their own wheelhouse. It's something that they might have a pet peeve against. And so they're utilizing this gender study thing because they want it, but they're really frustrated about the academic stuff. Yeah. And you know, keep it academic, just like Thomas says in his podcast, keep it academic and nobody cares. Right. And like, yeah, you did Sokol hooks, even Sokol himself. The guy who did this first thing was the, Mm -hmm. what that they're attributing this hoax to. Even he said that doesn't prove anything. Right. Yeah. So it's like, if it doesn't prove anything, what's the point of it? Yeah. Right. And when I read the skeptic, when I read the, the article in skeptic magazine, you know, very clearly they come out and say it, it to me, it feels like they're saying that what we wanted to do is expose a problem with gender studies first and pay to play second. They, they accomplish, they basically they muddy the water so badly they accomplish neither. Um, and I, and I, and I feel like they've been incredibly dishonest in yeah. this process, incredibly sure. dishonest in this process, just painfully obtuse about it. Um, and one of the, one of the analogies that I gave, like, you know, like I'm not a, I'm not a, science guy, right? Like I don't have a degree in the sciences. I have a degree in the arts, right? So, but the arts are fraught with similar nonsense, right? And we talked about this a couple of weeks yeah, ago, yeah. you know, uh, as a, as a, as a writer, if I go to something that is basically a vanity press, I can get garbage you published, can get right? Published. I could write anything fucking good, yeah. fucking Jabberwocky part two, sure, right? Jabberwocky is actually excellent, but I could write garbage and I could get it published in a pay to play vanity press type thing. Does, does the fact that I can do that, does that render, uh, you know, you know, does, does that, does that render all of literature moot? How fucking silly is that? It's silly. You didn't expose a problem with the, uh, the subject itself. You exposed a problem with the, the publishing methodology. Yeah. Gary Busey said recently that Donald Trump would make a great president. Of course, he said the same thing about an old rusty birdcage he found. All right, this story is from Right Wing Watch. This is uh, Dave, coach. Da, coach. Not a coach. Dobbin Meyer. America needs a more violent Christianity. Hmm. I mean, more. yeah, I guess if we yeah. want to. Well, that guy in Portland fucking heard the call. He did. He did. He heard you know, the call. He heard the coach. He's a player. He took his, he took uh, that you know. guy. What a scumbag, huh? Oh my God. Yeah. Did you hear him in court the next day? I fucking know what a fucking, uh, I mean, if, the, if, if the alt-right had somebody who is sort of perfect for their cause, it's this guy. What he was screaming was freedom of speech after oh he killed people. I'm not even kidding. He was screaming freedom of speech afterwards. And he was saying that those people deserve to die. I mean, it's just like, and the thing is, is he's such a fat piece of garbage. Like you look at him, you're like, you're such a fat piece of shitty garbage and you're going to die in prison and no one's going to care. Nobody. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to remember you. History's going to, history's going to dust over your name. You were a nobody before and you're going to be a nobody forever. So, but Dobbin Meyer. Yeah. Is suggesting we need more of this. I mean, that's what he's calling well, let's, for. Let's talk about what Dobbin, let's, let's listen yeah. to Dobbin Meyer. It's a little long of a clip, but it's worth listening to. I remember about a year ago, maybe it's a little bit longer now. I was listening to Michael Savage, the Savage uh, Nation. So he's not saved. He's not even close to saved. But Savage, a lot of times, will go to the scriptures and read the scriptures. I think he's a non-practicing Jew. 
And uh, but he'll read. He's smart enough to go to the Bible, and because of the wisdom that's in the Bible. No, because he knows his base, stupid. Uh, right? Like it's as not his audience. He thinks that there's any wisdom in the Bible. Michael Savage is fucking smarter than you are. He realizes you're a dummy, and y'all buy it. Exactly. <laughs> You're listening to yeah. it, right? <laughs> All you know about him's what he sold exactly. you, dumb fuck. Yeah. Non-practicing Jew is right. going to go to the Bible for his for the wisdom in it. No, do you know some non-practicing Jews that go to the Bible for wisdom? I don't. Not I know for some. Wisdom. Non- yeah, I I know I know Eli Bosnick ejaculates on those pages, <laughs> but I don't know anything else. I don't know anything else. And I'll never forget what he said. It just kind of you know again. One of those arrows hit me right in the face. You can see it. God, I wish. What happened? I wish an arrow no, hit him in the face. That's literally what happened to your face. It would be amazing if he just showed up and porcupine out. I wouldn't even care if it was a Nerf arrow. He said this. The only thing that's going to save America is a more militant Christianity. Wow. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violent and violent men taken by force. And as much as we, listen, fellas, as much as we don't like it, <clears throat> Bible's full of violence. Full of it. It's just full of it. The thing that separates the Bible <clears throat> from everything else is that it's true. Are you going to say that? Or that it's free in a hotel room? <laughs> it is free right? in a hotel room. <laughs> Unlike it's, most things I pay for in a hotel room. It's cheaper than a hooker. <laughs> the, the, uh, the Bible teaches violence as a last resort. So does karate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so does Steven Seagal, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, so does Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> But it does teach us that there's a time for violence. There's a time for war. There is a time for war. I don't know if you saw this or not. The media has gone crazy over this. Trump walking in the authority as president of the United States, as the man who's large and in charge, as the man who's paying all the bills against those little wants. So I'm talking about when he grabs the guy and he oh, pulls the, him the, the guy yeah. from Montenegro that yeah, he, he pushed push, pushes out of the way. Yeah, okay. Well, I say uh, the guy who's large and in charge, the guy who's paying all the bills. Motherfucker doesn't pay all the bills. We pay the bills. Yeah, exactly, right? Like all, yeah, the, exactly, all the people right? pay, all the, the, people bills, pay the, the bills, the corporations, the companies. Yeah. Well, he's not. You think he's like sitting there like writing checks? Oh, I hope this one cashes. It's for $1 trillion. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Fuck, he's exactly not, right. Yeah. It's a stupid thing to say. Yeah. I want you to watch. They call for the press conference. You ought to watch the Young Turks and what they said. You ought to watch Maddow and what they said about how he's not presidential. He's rude. He's egotistical. I want you to watch Trump walks up and he is going to grab one of these leaders, the leader of NATO, I think is the guy. Trump grabs him, puts his hand out, pushes him back, and Trump walks in front of him, walking in authority, not acting very He's just being a dick. Yeah, he's just being a cocksucker. I could do that to Trump. I'm fucking way stronger yeah, than Trump. Exactly. He's a fucking frail, shitty 70-year-old man. I'll fucking bench press. It doesn't make me right. Yeah. It doesn't well, make the thing me is, right. Like, like, there's a bunch of other stronger, younger people out right. there. We don't do that. But the reason, you know. It's not how you solve problems in a civilized world. the strongest, world. biggest swinging dick in a room in our time means, means very little yep. in very few places. Yep. One or two places. In a fucking octagon, sure, it means right? something. Right? <laughs> if there's an octagonal cage around you, it may mean something. Right. It probably means something if you're lifting heavy weights that are circular, right? Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. If you're doing a CrossFit games, sure. maybe right. it yeah. means something. But uh, but besides athletic competition, it's meaningless. It's meaningless. It's think meaningless. about think about it this way. Think about a board of directors and think about the strongest guy in that room. Yep. What is what is the benefit of him being the yep. strongest guy in the room? The the thing is too, like to confuse. 
assholery with power. That's a that's exactly right? it, right? Yeah. That that's just that's just the child's way of looking at the world. It's yeah. somebody who, first of all, doesn't understand where real power, respect, and authority comes from. Yeah. Presidential seat. They want us to be like Obama and bend over and let them have us, right? That's what they want us to do. Watch Trump walk in authority here, and the news goes nuts. Go ahead, Jerry. He's showing the video now of uh, Trump walking forward. Yeah. Here he comes. Here he comes. Shoves him out of the way. Said, I'm here, man. I'm large and in charge. And look at him. Huh? They're all little puppies. They're all little puppies. Ain't nobody barking at him. It's like those skunks I got out. Here's wandering around, man. What is it? What is it with the skunks? I, I, I don't know. It's something he's referencing from earlier, I'm sure. But um, what a fucking worm you are that you're so powerless in your own life. And you're such a shitty, contemptible human being that you think that's a good example, that that's a good example of what a human being should be, that that's a good person, that that's somebody who I should emulate and that other people should emulate. What kind of fucking, you know, they throw that word cuckold around. They throw that word Mm -hmm. around all the time. There's nothing more cuckold than being a guy watching someone else push someone out of a way out of the way. And that's what gets and you off. That's hard. what gets you off. That's right. what makes right. it. I mean, right. you might as well cheer on a guy coming in your wife. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you know, who cares that he pushed him out of the way? He's being a dick. Yep. But you're such a you're such a, a bully cuckold that you can't do this in your real life. You're a powerless, shitty human being who's who doesn't have respect of anybody because you don't deserve respect. Right, you didn't right? earn it, right? You never earned any yeah. of that respect. You think you deserve it, but you don't. You, you don't. No one should give you that respect. And you and this is what you cheer on. You're a pathetic worm of a human right. being. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man. He's walking in authority. <laughs> walking in authority. He walked to the front and center, and they all know it too, man. He just spanked them all, remember? He just spanked them all. No, he was a cock in the fucking, in the speech that he gave. Yep. That wasn't even accurate. And beyond that, after the speech, nobody talked to him. He stood there. Did, did you happen to read that? after Or see that? Yeah. After that speech, all the other world leaders were hanging out and they were talking and they were fucking probably doing business, right? They were doing the business of being diplomats. They were doing the business of being leaders in the world. And he was excluded from their fucking reindeer games. Yeah. He's not he tried to shame them. Right. Yeah. You know why a lot of business gets done on the golf course and, you know, and so like at the bar and what have you is because that's how people interact with each other. At the end of the day, we're all fucking human beings. And th- this, this nonsense where somebody's like, well, I'm fucking the big swinging dick. It's like, well, no one's inviting you places. Yeah. No one's going to talk. Cares. No one's going to have a conversation with someone that's the, not trusted. And you're not the big swinging <clears throat> dick. Right. Like oh, yeah. you, what you have is this, you have this air about it's an you. Illusion. That, it's an illusion. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and like many people said before, he's, he's a weak person's mm-hmm. version of a strong man. That's exactly right. He's a stupid right. person's version of a smart man. He's, he's a, a, just a show. Yeah. He's just a show and he's fucking weak as fuck. Yep. Like he's, he's so petty. He's so Easy to damage. Dude, he's he's all the things you hope your kid doesn't turn out to be. Yeah. Like if like like if like if I saw my son walking through a crowd of other kids at like the fucking recital or some yeah. fucking thing, and he's fucking elbows his way past other kids, he and I have to have a talk. Yeah. And not a not a nice one. Not a nice one. Right? We don't have to have a talk called, yeah, way to assert your fucking power and authority and push the other kids around. It's a talk called stop being a dick. Yeah. Just cut that shit out. Yeah. And now he walks to the front. The Lord is showing us a picture of the authority we should be walking in. And people outside 
who are not watching MSNBC and not watching CNN, they're saying, yes, dude, yes, I get it now. God, this guy reminds me. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a Christmas story. Not the bully, but the toady that follows the yeah, bully right. around. That just cheers you know, on the guy doing just, the work. That just, he can't, he's not, he's too much of a pussy to do this stuff in his life. Right. And all he's doing is just being like, you, you and I have similar values. And so when you hurt another person, it makes me feel good. Yeah. No, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly. He's a sidekick. He's a toady. Yeah. That's it. He's a worm. Who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole? It's Jesus. This story's from the New York Times. Um, Fuck, man. 11 years old, a mom, and pushed to marry her rapist in Florida. Um, I I grabbed this story because we hear about this shit um, primarily as it pertains to other countries. Other countries, yeah. Right? We hear about this shit um, and we decry this, right? And let's 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 pause and be real about who what an eleven year old kid is, right? Yeah. An eleven year old kid is a, a fucking fifth it's a child. It's a think about who you were when you think about honestly. Think about I was thinking about this when I read this story. I was thinking about who I was when I was in fifth grade. I used to love BMX bikes. Yeah, you I know, remember that's that's what I used to love to do. I had a paper route. I played toys. Yeah. I used to go creek walking. I yeah. Used to go I went creek, creek walking. Yeah. 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 I probably couldn't have supported a family then. Uh, man, I don't know that I would have properly spelled family yeah. at that point. I yeah. left out the I. Sure. Like, uh, but boys aren't the grade. subject of this. Boys are not, right? Boys aren't the subject of this. That's why, right? Would I have been able to support a family? No, but would I have been able to give birth to a family? Well, you know, maybe it's it's horrifying to think that the that the fact that somebody's biology happens to be capable of producing uh, offspring somehow creates a a, a marital or sexual yeah. obligation, or in any way implies emotional or psychological maturity just because yeah. there happens to be some bodily maturity, yeah, maturity physical ahead maturity. of time before everybody else. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking insane. So in this story, um, this 11 year old girl, uh, Sherry, I found out she was going to be married to a 20 year old member of her church who raped her. Um, it was forced on me. She says she become uh, pregnant and basically the, the church officials, the church officials, yeah. after she was raped by somebody twice her age or damn near twice her age, think about the difference between a 20-year-old, who you were at 20, yeah. a, a sophomore in college, yeah. who you are as a sophomore in college versus who you are as a fucking fifth grader. Yep. Married. Yeah. Married. And they married to avoid legal consequences for the 20-year-old. Yeah. Right. So this, this fucking 11-year-old girl... Gets fucking married against her will because the church is like, well, yeah, she's pregnant. That's all and, fucked up now. Yeah. We don't want fucking child welfare getting in the way. I mean, like, you're not even in middle school. Yeah, it and says, this is in Florida. Yeah, I know. It says, meanwhile, children under 16 are still being married in Florida at a rate of one every few days, and that's pretty crazy because that's the same age and rate at which they graduate middle school down there. <laughs> so <laughs> that's nuts. Why, why is that? Why is there a law that would even allow, for, I don't care who consents to it. I, let me put that out there. Why would there, why, you should not be able to consent as a parent to marrying off your 11 year old. And that law. So there was a girl scout that went to try to change this, right? So she read about this. Mm-hmm. She figured this out. She was a young girl, 13 year old. And she was, she was 
appalled by this and decided that she would try to write senators and try to get a law passed Mm -hmm. that said, no, you have to be 18 to decide if you're married. That's just how things work. And it got all the way to the Senate in a state down there. And it says, and this person uh, responded, this David Bates responded with, we're asking the legislature to repeal a law that's been on the books for over a century that's been working without difficulty on the on the basis of a request from a minor doing a Girl Scout project. That's that the first so that's the first ever argumentum ad Girl Scoutum <laughs> I've ever heard. Right? Isn't that right. an ad hominem? Basically right. saying, well, she's just a Girl Scout. What does she know? Well, she knows better than you do that that's a horribly damaging thing to be married off when you're too young. Isn't it astonishing that a, that, that a 13-year-old girl has a greater, uh, a, a more significantly a, a fine-tuned moral compass than this fucking yeah. guy? How can you possibly look at this law and say, well, it's been working just fine. And you're, what you're, the fuck is wrong with this you? This 11-year-old girl, you're trading her off into captivity. She's too yep. young to get a job. <clears throat> She's too young to get a car. She's too young to get... And to do any of the things that an adult can do, even a 16-year-old can drive, right? Right. She can't do any of those things. She's basically a prisoner for five, six, seven, eight, nine years until she can live on her own. Yep. She can't even, she's got to suffer through, you know, not just one rape, right? Yeah, Let's but, be real but now, honest. But now rape now it doesn't matter. Women. Right. Now yeah. it doesn't matter, yep. right? Now you're just, now it's just a marital fucking watering hole. Yeah. Oh, this is a horrible thing, and this happens in this country. That's horrible. I, I cannot. I I was shocked when I read this article. I do like that the first clerk said no. Yeah, actually, the first. Actually, the first. I want yeah, to talk about that yeah, for a yeah. second. They went, you know, because we've we've railed against this when uh, clerks refuse to issue marriage certificates, uh, even though it's their job for LGBT couples, right? So I I I know that I am dancing on the edge of hypocrisy right now. I, I understand yeah. that. And I and I'm I'm thinking out loud, so allow indulge me the moment. Um, but uh, good for the first clerk. There, there was a clerk who said, "No, I'm I'm not doing this." Um, I I think that there is an insane insane difference though between seeing an 11 year old girl and saying this is a human being who has not yet reached an age where consenting to something as significant as a the, fucking marital contract. That's the key, right? Right. The consent. We, we don't know. She is too young to consent to the, to sex. Yeah. How is she not? How is she old enough with anybody's permission? Anybody's permission. She's not old enough to consent to what you're going to issue a license for. That to me is different than two adults who are consenting to a marriage and refusing to issue a license for exactly, that. Exactly, two adults. Bravo yeah. to that first clerk for saying, that's just wrong. And it's because it's against <clears throat> the law, right? If this were, it's not technically against the law to marry somebody that young, but it's technically against the law to fuck somebody that young, right? Right, and that's so this person that marriage. So this person is like, nah, I think that's a fucking pretty horrible thing. I'm not going to do it. That's what it's implied, like you say, in the marriage. So right. they would they're they're looking at it from a from a different lens. The other person is like, there's nothing against the law. Gay people can get married. They're human beings. They want to have a life together. And they're both adults and right. they can consent to this relationship exactly. just fine. Nobody's getting coerced into it. Stay the fuck out of it. Those are two adults, not an adult and a child. And there's no way an eleven year old becomes not a child because a parent wrote a permission yep, slip. Right. Yep. This is Dude, it's, you're still so young that somebody has to give you a permission slip. Yeah. You can't go on a fucking field trip at that age. Yeah. 
You can't take an aspirin on your own at school at 11. If you get your hand ready to grip a banana, you'll find on the far side, there are three grooves on the close side, two grooves. The banana and the hand are perfectly made one for the other. So we're going to do an, a quiz here for Ray Comfort. We had received a, uh, a Ray Gate uh, clip that we're going to play for you. This is a, this is a clip uh, from the the chapter that I'm reading in uh, in Ray Comfort's book, uh, the fucking I don't even know what it's called. It's the fucking it's the hundred reasons why the Bible is better than science or whatever. <laughs> it's better than <laughs> I don't science. Even, I don't even know what it's called. But uh, but this is this is Adam Reeks' uh, reading the portion on Pascal. Ray Gage, the Adventures of Ray and Ray. Good morning, Raylene. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Oh, I've got such a big one. I've got a, an amazing idea. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. So, how are you? Well, talking about big ones, had an interesting experience last night. Um, I think I had a wet dream. Oh, no. Uh, well, <laughs> isn't squirting a thing? <laughs> what? Oh, hydrodynamics. <laughs> What a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are you in front of the computer? Because I've got to get this big one out. Yeah, uh, yes, Ray, yeah. Right. Already fired up to go. Bit damp, but never mind. <laughs> right. Uh, so this one, this one's for a chapter in my book. Uh, it's about Blaise Pascal. So just do that in bold. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then write the same name again, Blaise Pascal, but not in yeah. bold. Uh, and in brackets. It's hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> 1623. Dash sixteen sixty two and in the bracket. It, well, y- yes, it was a time, but not on a clock. It was like in a calendar. Right. Okay. Um, so anyway, Blaise Pascal was one of history's greatest mathematicians. He laid the foundations for hydrostatics, hydrodynamics, differential calculus, and the theory of probability. Are you getting all uh, this? No, not really. Oh. Not, but- Sort of, yeah. Right, Go you're on. paying about as much attention as, well, the readers of the book. Well, Ray, I'm a little bit preoccupied with my night emission, but, you know, you don't seem to care. No, I've got to get this one out. He was famous for the wager of Pascal, paraphrased as follows. How can anyone lose who chooses to be a Christian? Question mark. If, when he dies, there turns out to be no God and faith was in vain, he has lost nothing. In fact... He has been happier in life than his non-believing friends. If, however, there was a God and a heaven and a hell, then he has gained heaven and all his sceptical friends will have lost everything in hell. This is boring, but yeah. (laughs) Probably just finish it on that. (laughs) That is great, isn't it? That's so hilarious. Uh, Those guys are so well done. Those guys are so funny. Um, Okay, so this chapter that I read was about, it basically listed different scientists, and then it said it would have a quote from them about, like, how they believed in God. But these are all, most of these scientists were, like, really long time ago. Yeah, right. So uh, so I have two questions. I only have two questions for you. The first one is, Ray Comfort talks about Joseph Lister. What does he list as his accomplishments? A, he wrote... I am a believer in the fundamental doctrines of Christianity. B, he created Listerine, 
which is the only thing that makes Ray's mouth feel clean after he deep throats a banana. <laughs> C, he created and patented the Lister engine, which converts sexual frustration into horsepower, <laughs> most commonly used in solid gold butt plugs. That's how I drove myself to school for my whole of high school. The high school yeah. career. Yeah. 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 Uh, D, he founded antiseptic surgical methods commonly used in the trimming and pruning of perfect sexual organs. Oh, I don't know. I've never had a perfect sexual organ. That's <laughs> well, in the eyes of God, nobody else has either. So <laughs> I think it's, I'm going to go with a, it is a, he All was right. a believer in the fundamental doctrines of Nailed Christianity. It. Nailed it. The only other question I have for you, Tom is according to Ray, sir, John Frederick Herschel famously said the following. A, the undevout astronomer must be mad. B, Cthulhu Relay Wagnog <laughs> C, I have discovered 500 stars in my lifetime, and none could match the size and scale of your mama. <laughs> B, my religiosity has nothing to do with me being born in 1792 <laughs> and everything to do with science. <laughs> Well, I feel like the answer is probably A, but I like D the most, so yeah, I'm going to go with D. It's A. It turns oh, out damn. the undevout astronomer must be mad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Said a man so, born. Yeah, a really long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's what all of them do, too. And there's right. a couple that are unattributed. I actually looked up to find out if there was like a few of these. And a few of these quotes, you're just like, I. that's no, not actually. Not even necessarily. Yeah, yeah right. or they didn't say that. So what Ray is trying to do is say, look, here's. 10 different scientists that that seem to have referenced God in some way. And therefore, God must be more God real. must be real because these scientists think he's real. Yeah. Next week, it's chap- a cheap argument from us chapter already. the next chapter, the next one. <laughs> I have uh, no Scientology questions for you, Cecil, but mm-hmm. I will return with Scientology return with Scientology questions. next week. I will. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. The truth. As a right wing watch, this is Wayne Allen Root. I like he spells Allen wrong. Way to commit. Yeah. Uh, conservatives must hire special forces operatives who have killed people to destroy the left. Hmm. Oh, they're very violent lately. I'll tell you, there's been a lot of violence. A lot of, lot of pro violence. Yeah. I wonder where all that's coming from. It's almost like hmm. trickle down violence. Oh. Oh. Yeah. We got to fight. We got to fight like animals. You know Twitter? Oh, we got to fight. Oh, look at that voice. Look at that voice. Oh, we got to fight. Come on, man. We'll put up your dukes. Fist the cuffs and Lady! Oh, my God. <laughs> Suspended WND's Twitter account today, meaning World Net Daily, a very popular conservative website, because they were mentioning the, the uh, Seth Rich case. Do you know that Sean Hannity's on a forced vacation at Fox News, just like Bill O'Reilly was? Because he It's because Twitter killed Seth Rich. That's why. <laughs> Guys, this is super easy to figure out. I don't know why you haven't figured this out yet. Mentioned the Seth Rich case. And so did Fox News. Fox News killed Seth Rich. They teamed up. Right. They teamed up. It was like those two guys in uh, Fargo. Oh, right. And yeah. Twitter actually right. put him through the wood chipper. <laughs> oh, geez. You oh, betcha. He went right through the wood chipper. He oh, did. He did. Oh. Look at that. Don't you know? He's all into pieces and everything. Oh, Talk about censorship. <laughs> Republicans are out of their minds. Conservatives are out of their minds. They're all wussies and they don't understand 
that we have to fight back so viciously, and we have to viciously. We're gonna fight back viciously. Put them Put them up. Put them up. I'll take you put together. Put them up. Boycott every liberal company in this country, and we have to contact every company that advertises. Yeah. Good luck. Hey, guess what? Facebook, Twitter, all those social media places that you fucking reach out to your audience right. on, fucking Spreaker or whatever you're sending this thing out on. Guess what, man? That's all fucking, that's all owned by liberals. I, all those people are liberals. They're going to reach out to every company that, aver- all, all the companies that advertise on liberals. They don't give a fuck. Fucking, you think when the M&M, little peanut M&M thing walks out on the screen, it's like, well, you know, I think gays should get married. They just want you to buy M&Ms. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're advertising. That's all they're doing. Like, how many listeners do you have? Or how many viewers do you have? Like, can I fucking sell yeah. some fucking M&Ms? Like, all they want to do is sell fucking M&Ms sure. and deodorant. Yeah. They're fucking, there's not special fucking, you know, pro-LGBT rights deodorant like that the fucking liberals use. But there's, but there are several tech companies that have come out as oh, yes. pro-liberal oh, tech absolutely. companies. Facebook, Google, Twitter. All these places have been Tesla. like, no, we are fucking pro-liberal. Right. Yeah. We are pro-gay marriage. We are against, you know, a lot of these people are against Trump policies in several ways. So you, what are you going to do? Are you going to take yourself off Facebook? No, they won't. You Get know, the that's fuck a, out of I here. I know, right? Like, that's it. They always say that shit. Like, oh, we're going to, what they'll do is they'll go to they'll go to something like Facebook to announce that they're boycotting something less useful to them yeah. than Facebook, yeah. right? They'll do the same thing for Twitter. They'll do the same thing for all that shit they want to use. Yeah. I want to use that. I can't. I really can't actually live without it. Yeah. So I'm going to keep using that one. No, I'm going to boycott Cheerios because right. there was a black guy marrying a white girl. <laughs> and I don't like the black white stuff. <laughs> Send me back to 1960. On on uh, MSNBC and CNN and every single company that's an ad, the New York Times, target them all. Every company has an ad in the Washington Post, target them. Every company that advertises on uh, on liberal websites like Huffington Post. Uh, and many others target them. You know, it, how stupid the fuck is that, right? Because, like, you go on your fucking computer, you open your browser, and what does it show you for ads? It shows you targeted ads based on based your on search your history. Own search history. Right? I was looking for wallets the other day. Everything I'm looking at now. It's wallets. Facebook is wallets. Right. On on the other, on like today, I had to shut off ad block to read an article because there's certain certain news right. sites won't let you. It was all wallets. It was all wallets. Right. And it's just that's and and you know what? When I was looking for a vacuum cleaner, they did the same thing. Yeah. When I was looking for, you know, you look for certain stuff and they're just gonna target you. Well, great. What am I gonna boycott the fucking the wallet company that, that they well, don't they don't have any fuck? Right. They don't care. Exactly. It's just that is a that is a genuinely stupid thing is this to say that that clearly misunderstands how modern advertising works. Now, if somebody if somebody is advertising on Rachel Maddow's show, yeah, that's, that's a different. different story, right? That's different. Because those people pay money to MSNBC to for that, that time slot, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, go, go boycott people that, that that are advertised for Rachel Maddow or for podcasts, right? If you don't like a certain a certain group of people like you don't like our podcast, boycott Adam and Eve. You know, if you don't want to boycott Adam and Eve, though, yeah, you could always swing over to Adam and Eve. Sure. And by swing, I mean sex swing your sex way over swing. to yeah. Adam and Eve, adamandeve.com. Enter Gloria Checkout, Cecil. You yeah. get 50% off almost any item. You know, you get free shipping and a free sex swing. <laughs> Just like they do to us. It's time to get hundreds of thousands, preferably millions, preferably 63 million people that voted for Donald Trump to make their voice heard. Well, guess what? The other side had 65 million. I know, right? So they fucking have more people. 
Yeah, but they're all illegal immigrants. So here's the thing, man. You can go and fucking be like, like if I'm a business and like literally, like let's just say literally 63 million people who voted for Trump would be in lockstep with your stupid idea to boycott whatever's on Rachel Maddow. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and do the Maddow thing for you because you're too stupid to realize how internet ads work. But like, let's say they were going to boycott what was on Maddow. Sure. Well, they would still market to the larger audience of 65 million people. They would be like, "Cool story," but I'll just market to a bigger audience. Yeah, they, they would. They would. They would have. Do you think? Does he not think that they do demographic studies? It's like, yeah, we're advertising on Mino, we know who we're trying to reach, yeah. and it's not the people who said, yeah. "I don't want to buy." Like, yeah, we're, we're already fucking, fine. We're talking about a sommelier <clears throat> service, dude. You're never going to get that, or <laughs> right? <What> the fuck. <laughs> Budweiser's Budweiser <laughs> everywhere you go. Is that rice beer? I don't know. Is that I don't know if I like that stuff. That's imported from Japan, it's, isn't it? It's got some kind of flag. I like flags. That's oh, why I buy that it Budweiser. It doesn't have the flag on it, but it's a red and white flag. Where's the blue? It uh, looks it looks vaguely Confederate. I bought a hundred cases. <laughs> we are taken off the airwaves, and our lives are erased. See, free speech is. What, what does that even what? mean? Your lives are erased. What are you in the Matrix? <laughs> like, wait, like it's like it's like Back to the Future where he fucks his grandma or whatever. Like he starts to disappear. You know, like he fucks his gr- whatever. I don't Take remember it, that grandma. movie. Though. Take it, grandma. Oh shit! <laughs> Starting to disappear. Quick, go eighty-eight miles an hour. <laughs> don't come at her, and you'll be fine. <laughs> He just comes on his grandma's face. He's like, don't worry, grandma. Just rub it in your tits later, and I'll still exist. Later years, in fine. later years, you'll be talking about a facial. Don't worry. It's meaningless. You can argue it's in the Constitution and no one's changed it. It's completely meaningless if you have no advertisers. If liberals write 10,000 letters to every single advertiser saying that if you keep advertising on Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly, and if you advertise on WND, Boom. We have no free speech. No, it's Twitter no, free. No, that's no, how that's, free speech that's, that's works. A, that's not fucking free speech, you idiot. That's But like when people fucking write letters or talk, what that is the actual exercise of free speech. Yeah. Like when, when somebody says something and then someone else takes note of the thing that was said and then they take an action based on this. How is your free speech? You have all the free speech. Fucking he doesn't understand this concept at all. Nothing is stopping any of these people from telling this information to the public for free. Podcasts exist. You don't have to have Fox News, Sean Hannity. You're popular enough on your own to go start your own show podcast that just like Glenn Beck did. Right. And have your own message and talk about Seth Rich every day and beat off to a picture of him and come on his face and get a new picture. Whatever you want to do, Sean. You know, the fucking world's your oyster. So and the same thing goes for World Net Daily, whatever. They can do this for free. They're just mad that they're not going to make money right. off of it. Look, that's the thing. Their free speech is not impinged. Their fucking ability to make money off that speech is. Yeah, look, here, here's the thing. Cecil, do you have a nationally syndicated radio show? Do you? That I don't know no. about? No. Okay, good. Thank you. If you did, I'd be a little hurt. I know. Like, but because you don't. I'm in do talks, you, though. Do, I mean, <laughs> hey. Do you not have, like, I have, you have free speech, right? Yeah, you have all the free speech yeah. rights you want. Yeah. Well, h- how could that be if you don't have, you're not on television. How do you not have, like, it's a fucking stupid kind. It only works top down is yeah, what I'm trying to get exactly. at, right? Like, you, you have, like, some asshole like Hannity or Riley or whoever, and they've got this, right? And then they lose this for whatever reason. And so now they've lost their right to free speech. But that's not true. 
it's not true in the exact same sense that just because I don't have that, I don't have exactly. I, I, I have I all the have free speech me- I want. I don't have a megaphone that reaches ten right. million Republicans. I don't have free speech. Right. Well, that's bullshit. The size of my soapbox has nothing to do with my exercise of free speech. It only has to do with the audience that I reach when I yeah. exercise. It. And their free speech, like I said, their free speech still exists. They just want to get paid for right. like this world, not daily. They just want to get paid and say bad shit. Right. Well, if you're not going to get paid to say the bad shit, they won't say the bad shit because they want to make money yep. over free speech. That's their choice. Not anybody else's. Yep. Besides, they could take you off WND, uh, take WND off of Twitter because they mention a case where a guy was murdered. Then we have no free speech and we have no rights. Twitter is not the arbiter of free yeah, speech. Twitter it's a fucking does, yeah, it's private, a private company. company. You don't get to fucking decide what's on Twitter. Twitter gets Twitter to decide gets what's on Twitter. Fucking, Twitter has that ultimate authority. Twitter didn't always exist. Before Twitter, was there no free speech? It was yeah. like, I don't know. Fucking there wasn't free speech until Twitter. We just, we fucking sat around hoping somebody would invent it so we could have more free speech. <laughs> you know? And a friend of mine Wrote something so telling today. Wayne, I wouldn't be surprised to find out that the left, the Democratic National Committee, Media Matters, Right Wing Watch, Center for American Progress, SEIU, and many other left-wing George Soros paid groups, has gigantic offices in cities all around this country, boiler rooms, with people being paid, making calls and writing emails and sending letters and then licking the letter and putting it in the mailbox to sponsors and newspapers and cable and TV networks all over this country. Why do you need to pay someone? There are people who will do that for free. There's no reason to outsource this. Dude, have you ever been to Right Wing Watch headquarters, like the fucking glistening fucking metropolis of Right Wing Watch headquarters? It's not a thing, man. Here's, it's not know, even how it's not even how the world works. Exactly. Like, it's it's like it's a bunch of dudes sitting at a computer in some fucking basement somewhere. It's That's a, all this shit is. And you know, the thing is, is like when he's saying all these people are are sending all these letters, it's like all you have to do is outrage the right people and they will do it for free. Right. You don't need George Soros to pay people to send these letters. You are outraging people. It's easy for them to be outraged and then send the letter on their own. But even if it were true, isn't that isn't that what they argued in in uh, the the Citizens United case? Right? Is that money is the same thing as speech? Didn't they? Didn't it? Wasn't that? Isn't that the Republican? I don't, I don't argument? know enough about it. Is so. that? I but I, I think I recall that the the argument was made that money and speech are inextricably linked with one another. And that was a, that was a hallmark of that decision. And so you cannot infringe upon a company's uh, right to spend money because that spending of money is equivalent to speech. So if I want to actually, so following that, which the fucking Republicans love that decision, oh, yeah, they fucking, they, fucking yeah. they love that decision yeah. so much. Yeah. So following that same thing is it, would it not be the case that if I spend my money, and I get you to do a thing for me yeah. that I have used my money to enhance or amplify my speech. Isn't that what we do when we do a podcast? We buy a bunch of equipment so we can enhance our speech. Yeah. So we can broadcast it out. Like it's baffling how even by his premise, it's problematic. Yeah. I don't even understand. And all over this world to try and destroy the right. They've got boiler rooms of people trying to destroy the right. My friend is brilliant. The guy who wrote this is worth like, I don't know, $100 million. Brilliant, brilliant, big-time businessman. And he hit the nail right on the head. He continues, hell, they probably even use robots and sophisticated... Like Twitter bots? 
Huh, that's weird. I hope it's actual like oh, metallic I, I like androids that sit at a computer. Bah, bah, bah. 209s and they don't right. have they don't actually have hands. <laughs> they just type with their guns. Like that would be awesome. That's a hunt and peck for each key. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Click. <laughs> this is really inefficient. We should have hired Doris. What she types like 80 words a minute. What they should do is they should get all the people who wear like the Sigourney Weaver suit and <laughs> like alien, alien. Where they have like the big claw <laughs> pinchy thing and they have to type using that. Well, they'd have to do is they'd have to have a giant keyboard a la big yeah. from like yeah. <laughs> from Tom Hanks. Like you're, like you're like dancing across the keyboard. They're just using those big claws on it. Right. And then Sigourney Weaver comes in from the bakery. She's like, get away from it, you bitch. <laughs> the computer software to reach out and send their messages. Why doesn't the RNC and right wing groups backed by wealthy individuals fund our efforts to put all of them out of business? Wonder that's a good question. You should call your right wing rich friend that yeah. has a hundred million dollars. Yeah, seems like he has plenty of money to right? spare. I don't know why nobody's spending any of this money. <laughs> Incidentally, I have an insane amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? And you know why? I know why. Lazy, cheap, wussy country club rhino a holes. I'll say it different than the way he said it. A dash holes. He didn't quite say it that way. He finished we the word. Get it. Well, yeah, you didn't. You finished the word. You didn't start the word. Yeah. To be fair, that's fair. We need to hire an attack dog. We need to hire former CIA or NSA or FBI or Navy SEALs that have been involved in counterinsurgency operations all over the world that have killed people. Their skill set would not matter against envelope lickers. <laughs> Were you going to shoot them? Like, uh, 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 skill, skill sets don't translate. They really don't. They really don't. They like, don't. yeah, if somebody were to give me that resume and they were going to be an administrative assistant, I'd be like, you're right. overqualified. A, I don't need anyone killed. Right. That's so crazy. It's like, I don't know. You're not even overqualified. You're just, you're just wrongly can you, qualified. Can you tell me a little about your skill set? Well, I can crack a man's neck like a pencil. <laughs> it's like, I really just yeah. need him sharpened. Like, I, do don't, you know, I don't need right. anything else. It's like, so yeah. crazy. It's like, yeah. well, do you know Python? Yeah. Like, well. <laughs> No, but I can shoot a man at 400 yards. I, like, once, I once killed a python with my bare teeth. <laughs> like, no, that's not. No, it's yeah, not a creature. No, it's a uh, it, yeah. you're terrible at this. There, <laughs> I can't. Like the skills that like. Do you know Excel? Well, Excel at shooting humans in the face. <laughs> no, it's not what I'm looking for. Actually, I don't need that. Really, I'll call you. <laughs> I like. Hey, where do you see yourself in five years, if necessary? Still hunkered down, motionless, in a ghillie suit. Like what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, that sounds great, security. I know, right? <laughs> like in the office, boy, you're voted most likely to kill all of us. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in a camel every day. When the copier makes a loud noise, he uh, hits the dirt. <laughs> he paratroops uh, to the yeah. office. Just <laughs> like, dude, use the elevator like all the rest uh, of us. The fuck. That understand how to fight. That don't bring a knife to a gunfight. That that bring a gun to a gunfight, preferably a shoulder-fired missile to a gunfight, preferably a nuclear weapon to a gunfight. <laughs> preferably a supernova <laughs> of like seven stars <laughs> that he shoots out of a star-shooting cannon to a gunfight. No, bro, I'm mean, like, what are you... 
God. So this guy's talking about like he's he's just going on about how we need all these badasses. Don't they have Ted Nugent? Yeah, Isn't right. He like a super duper badass. Yeah, he's a badass. He's like a super dodging the draft and like to shit, pee right? His pants or whatever. Did yeah. he poop his pants or whatever? I, I think that's the story, right? Poop the pants. <laughs> so what's on your resume, Ted? Well, I once pooped my pants to get to get out of a job. <laughs> we'll call you, Ted. <laughs> I, you know what though? At some point, I might pause. And be like, I admire the tenacity. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you're willing you know, to sit in your own filth? Like just, Good for you. You'll do some shit if properly motivated. <laughs> Literally. I know. <laughs> so we're back with Aaron and Jen from waiting for wrath podcast guys uh if people have never heard your podcast let let people know what your podcast is about sure we do current events news stories make dick jokes about them except we drink a that's lot. really what separates us from the successful people <laughs> um, and well don't you have like like 40 people in your band like earth wind and fire that's, that's, that's right they're the only podcast with backup dancers and shit <laughs> They come out, there's a costume change halfway uh, through. Only when Big Gay Jim is in drag. Uh, <laughs> hey, our number's in our name, waiting for Wrath. There's See? four of yeah. us. And it would, would have been super clever if I had collected all the hosts before I named the show. But uh, <laughs> so, so why did you guys get started podcasting? What was the, what, what, what was the, the thing that, that spurred you along to get you started? This oh, is all Aaron. Oh, no, this is all your fault. Oh, um, yeah. No, I uh, I was listening to shows like Distance Pod and Scathing Atheist and so on. And I was like, you know, I can get drunk and do that. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. I, uh, I love we, when people like tell their story like, well, that seemed like a low bar I could slither <laughs> over the top of. <laughs> We're like, big fans. I'm not nearly <laughs> sober enough to walk, but I can crawl over that. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> But no, no, I was, uh, yeah, listening to you guys and uh, thought I could get my friends together. And at the very least, my family would get to stop listening to me bitch about Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> so he collected his one friend at the time. Yeah, right. I put, I, I offered Shea beer and uh, you offer him beer or kisses and he's down for pretty much whatever. He's the uh, one who assaulted Cecil. Yeah. For those of you at home. Yeah. yeah. That's Shay. Yeah, and then we wound up with Steve and uh, Jen. Jen unfucked the funny, and Steve unfucked the audio quality. And uh, yeah, the rest is poorly edited history. I don't know so how are I you appreciate guys the all term from Wyoming. The is it, are all four? Uh, I didn't know there were four people, much less four atheists. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I had to scour the state, and you know, some of the time Shay is a cow, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's really funny. Um, I was sitting next to these three idiots at a bar one night, mm -hmm. and my husband is a social butterfly and had walked away. So I heard them arguing about some stupid nerdy comic book thing. I was talking about Galactus. I, yeah, whatever. So I turned <laughs> and I was like, hey. Well, the resignation in his voice. Like, uh, no, who doesn't? Again. No, fuck that. Don't feel sorry. Galactus is a great topic of conversation. <laughs> no, I know. And so I, so I was like, by the way, you're wrong. And hey, I'm going to join your conversation. <laughs> Also, my license plate says Eater of Worlds, so I'm out of here. <laughs> so by the end of the night, like um, Aaron and Steve were like, hey, what do you do on Thursdays? 
So, but not not nearly that creepy. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely that creepy. How creepy yeah, is that? Right. I was like, be approached by three dudes, be like, so, "What do you uh, do on Thursdays? What are you doing on Thursdays?" Oh, oh no, it was only Cheyenne. the two of us. <laughs> I'd like a seventh of your time. Baby. <laughs> Shay was passed out at the end of the bar. So, well, well Shay actually knew you and yeah. had taken us to the bar with the intention of introducing us to Jen. But as soon as we got in there, he got plowed and fucked off. So I actually introduced myself to my blind dates. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's Wyoming for you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so what you're in Wyoming? Is there a is there a, a any anybody out there that you guys like? Is there meetups? Is there people that get together mm. in Wyoming? Well, surprisingly, um, we've had several uh, listeners and other podcasters meet us here. Um, uh, we've got one coming up next weekend from Boulder, yeah, we, uh, the Prophet uh, Jeremiah. So. We, we oh, have yeah, free yeah. beer and a couch in our studio, so sometimes we wind up with a, a studio audience. Um, nice, that's cool. Yeah, so no, we there used to be a group on campus, and uh, it kind of got dissolved. So now, yeah, if there's a secular thing going on, we kind of tackle We're it. We're kind of it, yeah. yeah. The University of Wyoming is here in this town, so anyone that has an education in Wyoming is here. Yeah. So um, the little blue dot in a sea of red. Mm-hmm. It's um gross. Our studio is in a seedy garage. Nice uh, seedy garage. Yeah. 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 We feel bad sometimes when our guests show up and I was like, I promise because they have to walk through Shay's woodworking garage and it's like, <laughs> I, this looks like a horror movie and it doesn't end well in those, but I promise. It we'll smells get up like a horror movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Just yeah. there's we like bodies hanging from meat hooks. Just push past them. It's fine. Look, Shelly Siegel is back out in the world again. See? So yeah. we let her out once she finally put the lotion on. It's fine. Okay, let's make that no. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys? Okay, so you're 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 in Wyoming. Clearly, not the most. You know, it's not the secular capital of the United States. Mm, no. So how did you guys come to you know be secular? How did you guys come to be atheists within within a community that's not terribly atheist? Um, I'm Canadian and wound up here by accident. Oh, and yeah. both of my parents are atheists. So, meh. oh, you betcha. Okay. <laughs> um, mine's more complicated. Uh, I grew up in Women. South Georgia, and uh, both my parents are deeply Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran away, and Wyoming's better than Georgia. Right. All right. So, yeah. We've got that going for us. Yeah. So um, I, myself and Steve, the other, one of the other co-hosts, we come from a very, very strict religious background mm-hmm. and uh, Aaron and Shay, not so much at all. In fact, Shay doesn't even know which way's up. So no. we forget that. He went to church once, but they kicked him out for eating all the crackers. Right. And trying to, um. trying to lick the priest. Um, <laughs> but so Sounds like it adds an interesting, an interesting flair to some of our conversations because uh, Steve's father is actually a Southern Baptist minister, and I've been on mission trips and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah. So and Big Gay Jim's name is Big Gay Jim, so he doesn't do a whole lot of the church going. But he yeah. was also <laughs> raised religious. And How does a gay person get along up there? Uh, really well, actually. Um, at, least in one of, at least in Laramie. Uh, Wyoming has this, like, live and let live kind of stance that we like to sell to people, and kind of more often than not it's true and especially in in laramie since matthew shepherd the lgbtqi yeah. community is way more visible and and jim was actually friends with matthew shepherd um back in oh college and was one of the he was the person i don't know if you've ever heard of like the the angel movement that have you know kind of sprung up from that that block 
like the Fred Phelps. Yeah, the Westboro Baptist people. Yeah. Oh, Jim's yeah, yeah. actually the one who created uh the angel costume right. that took off. Oh, so wow. um Laramie in Wyoming got a terrible reputation because of that. Um, but I've lived in nine different states and, and I have to say that that Wyoming for its weird kind of backwards redneck reputation. Little Texas. It's not Little Texas at it's all. Little Texas. Little Texas. It is not. <laughs> I've lived in Texas. I can tell you for a fact it's I not went Little to Texas. Texas once. It was horrible. Um, it's terrible. We have a, actually a pretty thriving LGBTQ community here. Um, and I don't know if you guys uh, saw on the news, our, uh, one of our state senators, Mike Enzi, made a, a really just gross comment about if a, a man's wearing a tutu to a bar, he deserves yeah. what he gets. Yeah. yeah. And our state and our town, like all over town, was just such a backlash to that. And seeing cowboys wearing tutus with their boots and their jeans. That was weird. All over town. <laughs> I, I don't know. Wyoming gets a bad rap, but it's it's really it's it's getting better. Yeah, we have a we have a pretty Laramie's out of other people's business. Yeah. Kind of At least your senator's not it, body slamming people, right? right? You know? That's Montana. That's yeah. Montana. Yeah. It's, I don't know the difference. Is there, a difference. is there a difference? They're both there like is square states, right? Yeah. They're just like, they didn't, there's so nothing there. They're just, just like, I don't know, man, just make it a square. Just hire a yeah. surveyor and just put a line, down, right? a chalk just, line between Exactly, states. right? It's well, like, oh, well, should well, we use one of these natural bodies? Like, no one's going here anyway. It doesn't, it's like the, just fucking, who cares? The best thing about Wyoming, well, see, the main difference there is that we're closer to Colorado. And that's the oh, other square yeah. state. Montana's got kind of this little, like, prehensile tail on the <laughs> western side. So so stop your square shaming. Yeah, geez. <laughs> Squares are shaped. properly really chastised. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, you don't. <laughs> no, you won't until she walks out to you and says, what? Who, who am I? <laughs> who am I? Who am I? Why are we here? Well, in our defense, we had drank a keg of beer at that point. So, Jesus. in my defense, Shay didn't leave the bed, like the hotel room, for two days after his meltdown. So. Oh no, he drank. <laughs> they just chained the poor guy to the bed. I was like, no, it's not. No, we uh, tried to get him to no. leave. We kept trying. We got him to Hooters, and he threw up. That's <laughs> true. No, so we we're at uh, seventy two hundred feet here, so the air is real thin. And, so we're uh, real stupid. Yeah, down there at Old Hickory, <laughs> turns out you can drink until it's a bad idea, and uh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, if people were going to find your show, where would they look? That would be waitingforwrath.com, and that's the numeral four, although F-O-R will get you there. Or you can find us on Twitter at for wrath or on Facebook at facebook.com slash waiting the numeral for wrath. If you reach out to us, I'll talk to you. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I'll make it weird and then she'll fix it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> guys, it was so much fun having you on. Yeah, you guys are thank blessed. You. It was nice writing into you at Reason Con too. This is great. Absolutely. That's, that was fun. I'm glad you told me who I was. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. Oh, no, I, I, I guess I won't either. Or maybe. I, don't know. I won't let you. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Thanks so much for having us on, guys. So we want to thank our new patrons. We didn't get a lot of new patrons. We want to thank Hein Peter. <laughs> Is that okay? It? Yeah, let's yeah. go with that. Shane and Bryce, thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. If you're interested in becoming a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash dissonance pod. Donate per, on a per episode basis to the show. Uh, you help make the show possible. You help the production of the show. You help make sure we have a Glory Hole Studios and a Megan who helps us out. So thank you very Indeed. much. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, we get a lot of voicemails uh, sent to us. People will call us on voicemail 
And I want to caution a couple people with, with a few things. Uh, understand that if you're using your mic on your phone, sometimes it's very delicate. So when you make sounds or you shout or things like that, it might not pick up. And I can't play that on the show if it's if it's bottoming out or if it sounds terrible. So, um, so if you're thinking of sending something, you think it's funny, you think it probably would get played on the show if we did hear it, send a voice memo to us. It's very easy to record on almost any phone a voice memo. And yep. then you could just send that voice memo to us. Uh, also, Remember to keep things short. If you want your voicemail played on the show, I never play anything that's two minutes long. I almost, I very rarely play things that are even a minute and 15 seconds long. A minute is really the limit. So think about what you're going to say and then say it, but don't, don't leave a long rambling voicemail because I'm almost certainly not going to be able to play it or fit it on the show. I do listen to every single one. So everyone gets listened to, but I don't always put them on the show because sometimes the, 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 uh, like I say, the audio quality is bad or they're just too long. So uh, so we're going to read a little bit of email here. We got a message from Olivia and Olivia says, fuck Chicago. Uh, basically, Olivia came to a Cubs game at Wrigley and it was super cold here at the here in Chicago um, for a Cubs game in May. Yeah, that can happen sometimes. We get a little chilly. It's been chilly all all year so far. Yeah. It has not been warm. There's been a couple of warm days, but mostly it's been cold. It's funny that you send this message that you're cold when when Thomas Smith came out a couple of years ago, it was August. It was only like 80 degrees. Oh my and God. He, never he ending. Stop bitching. complaining about He's it. He's still bitching oh, about it. Such a baby. Oh, <laughs> there's too much humidity. I'm from a terrible place with no rain. <laughs> so we got a message. Uh, this is from Michael from Vancouver. And he sent us an article about, about Trump branded toilet paper to be sold in Mexico the profits will aid deportees, according to a report, which seems pretty interesting. It seems like a Mexican lawyer plans to market Trump-branded toilet paper in the country and use the proceeds to benefit deportees. I think this is a clever way to wipe your ass with that idiot. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're going to behave like an asshole, it's an appropriate product, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's really, it's, it's, it's simpatico. <laughs> You know, to use the language of the people, you know, of those deportees. <laughs> we got a couple of images from Aaron. Oh, great. Both of them are hilarious. We're going to put them on this week's show notes. Go check it out. They're both Trump images and they're both very funny. Very terrific. They're both from his overseas trip. We got a message uh, not only here, but on Twitter. This one is from Kippies and Kippies says that the uh, that the name of the candy that we have, the black licorice salt candy is means jungle scream and the swedish j sounds like a soft j that can be spelled dj hj gj or j they really loves their the j's up is, over there like this like it's a 10 point scrabble yeah. i do like dj that's a good one um we also got a message too oh. on twitter tom i think it was on twitter it was that said it was something explanatory like, it, it explained why those things taste like like uh kind of like pop rocks it, it explains why they taste like salty cat pee and that's because it's not sodium chloride. It's ammonium chloride, which is not for foods. Yeah. It is terrible. Yeah. And it makes like when you put it on your tongue, it bubbled. Yeah. It bubbled. It, tastes it like is pop rocks. so offensive to the system. I, I don't understand you people. We're going to have an in-studio guest next week. And I am going to have Thomas from Holy Kool-Aid try one of oh, those. I wonder if he can stop. I wonder if he I can doubt it. it. I doubt it. He's going to spit it out. I, everybody, everybody spits. Nobody swallows. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a message from, okay, I got to try it because they said, yeah, 
they said to try to pronounce it. Inner Inger Margarethy Bowie. Uh, let me give it a whirl. I got to lean in. Okay. My eyes are so good. Uh, Inner Margaret Bay. That's pretty good. Inner Inner Margarita Bay. Inner Gata de Vida. All right. So you're our bay. And uh, and it's and this was the story that we covered today about the child marriage. This was sent in, but they said to try to sp- try to pronounce their name. So we gave it hell. Inner Margarita. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to thank Jen and Aaron from Waiting for Wrath for joining us. Guests. They were a lot of fun, funny people. We had a great time hanging out with them yeah. when, when we had a chance to hang out with them down at ReasonCon. We look forward to hopefully seeing them again soon um, and uh, and doing more cross, cross work with them because they're just so much fun they to talk to. They're funny. really funny and fun people. Check their podcast out, Waiting for Wrath. Um, you can find all the links on this week's show notes. It's episode 362. Next week, we're going to have an in-studio guest. We're going to be talking to Thomas from Holy Kool-Aid. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Tune in for that. Uh, If you want to catch uh, the next citation needed, the very next one is going to be on Centralia, Pennsylvania. So check that out. Uh, But until next week, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.